Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, May 25th. Greg and Steph, we're coming up on Memorial Day weekend. What a fantastic day it is out there. Yeah, we've had a great weather week. Oh, you know? it's awesome. We're dog sitting. So we have Jordan and Jacob's Chocolate Lab in Aww. our house. And um, how, our, does, how does, well, does he or she get along with your is dog? A, it is a challenge. Jackson <laughs> is, is a male. Okay. Maggie is a female. Okay. They're both fixed. Yeah. But somehow their minds <laughs> are not allowing that. To, so we're doing everything we can to keep them apart. Oh, boy. Um, doing That's a like lot teenagers. Of, a lot of dog walking. Well, you know, I actually thought about that. I, it, it, there are some uh, similarities, there, are some similarities uh. there. But, uh, no, it is a great day. It's going to be a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Any big plans for Stephanie? Well, I'm jetting out to Florida after this as yeah. soon as we're done. So what's I'm headed in Florida? My, my kids, my grandbabies. So. Yeah. Got to get through Indianapolis, though, on yeah. race weekend. So yeah. we'll see how that goes first. But So I was in a meeting last night, uh, Focus on the Family, um, sent a representative to town to okay. meet with the Women's Care Clinic. Okay. Um, they generously supply ultrasound machines okay. for centers like the Women's Care mm-hmm. Clinic. And um, wisely, they have a pretty thorough process. You know, they don't want to just throw money at mm-hmm. an organization that is not on solid ground. Right. And I won't go into all of that. But one of the things that happened is we were killing time waiting for a couple board members that have Wednesday night church obligations okay. to get there. And we started talking about what do you know as a grandparent your name from your grandchildren? And so there were all kinds of like uh-huh. Papa, right. Muma. So wh- who are you? <laughs> well, I, I haven't really been named yet because okay. they can't, they're not old enough to talk, okay. but I'm okay. hoping for Grammy. So you want Grammy. I want Grammy. Okay. But... And, and see, they kept saying to me, you need to pick your name. And I've said, I'm not picking my name. Either Jordan can pick the name <laughs> right. or the baby can pick because the name. Because you have one coming up. Yeah, we do. do July 23rd. Yeah. Man, yeah. Two months it's away. It's the best thing I think they'll ever have. Yeah, to you. I cannot excited. wait to get to Florida and, and hold those little ones. Yeah, so. we are so excited and just really yeah. blessed. But yeah. I just found it interesting to hear all the different names yeah. that the grandparents... Is there anything you don't want to I, be called? I don't, I, don't even, I don't even know what to even think along I those do not, lines. I do not want to be called Mima. Okay. okay. Nothing with a ma at the end. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't like that. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the only thing that I really want is for them to say my name before they say Marla's <laughs> name. I think maybe I don't know, but that probably won't happen. So I think it's anyway. typical though that little ones say Dada before they say Mama. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. Well, hey, we've got a great show. Jeremy McLaughlin from Grace Community yeah. Church. He's actually in the house. He's going to be with us yep. shortly. But there's a couple things I, I wanted to tackle before we brought okay. Pastor Jeremy on the air. And the first is this: you know, we've talked a lot about the proposed abortion clinic right. in town. Right. The city council passed the ordinance with the amendment to declare Danville as a sanctuary city for life. Um, I'm very clear where I stand on this issue. I know a lot of people are very clear where they stand on this issue. But something happened this weekend that I want to 100% repudiate. A gentleman not from our community, Mm -hmm. from Prophetstown, Illinois, came to town and he tried to burn down the building. Mm -hmm. He tried to ram his Mm -hmm. car in, had gasoline filled uh, in in the backseat of his car, uh, wanted to burn the building to the ground. And I just say, that is not 
helping the pro-life no. movement. That no. is not helping the pro-life cause. Uh, so I just want to go on record 100% against actions and behaviors yeah. like that. I think sometimes we lose sight of who the true enemy is, and I believe our battle is not against flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. And I believe even in this issue, some of the people that are maybe the, the most vociferous pro-abortion folks, I would make the case in many ways, they're not my enemy. Mm -hmm. They're articulating a position that I disagree with, right. but I need to be praying for them. I need to be salt. I need to be light. Um, I want to have conversations. I want to engage, mm -hmm. but um, I, I wanted to start the show today with a very strong statement. Anything you want to say? Oh, I agree with you. It's despicable. I mean, to damage anybody's property yeah. based on what you feel about what they believe. And, you know, probably like, like you said, those people that want to, to be there, they probably have as much good intention as, as you and I do. Right. They want to help. And right. so they're right. just there. They just happen to believe differently. They have than a different worldview. They have a different worldview, but they do not deserve to be treated in that way. You know, I spent last weekend in Indianapolis for the Colson Center mm -hmm. National Conference. Mm -hmm. The Colson Center is all about worldview. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dedicate part of the show today talking about it, but I want to do a deep dive next week on this idea of worldview. Mm -hmm. You sparked something with me a couple weeks ago. You know, we were talking about the Anheuser-Busch Bud Light mm -hmm. fiasco, I mm -hmm. guess is what you would call it. And I was saying, I don't know why they don't just apologize. And you kind of busted my chops and said, why would they apologize? You know, that mm -hmm. that's, but that's a worldview mm -hmm. perspective. For mm -hmm. me, it is just such a common sense, just say you're sorry, you made a mistake, but you're probably right. There's probably people uh, in significant leadership positions in that corporation that they don't want to apologize. You know, that that is not mm -hmm. where they're at. So we'll get into that next week more, but okay. wanted to start with that. couple other things. June 4, the choir is back at Second Church. I've got it scheduled. we got to get some people to I sign up, get though. More, some more people to sign yep. up, because right now it's a pretty small choir, but that's all right. Um, yeah. So I'm excited. It's just a great day when we can all be together for three services, and we yeah. get to sing some good songs. You selected the, the yeah. opening song that we're going to yeah. do. And that's the song from the Philo Conference. Is yeah, that right? C.C. Winans yeah. Believe for It, I think yeah. is what it's called. So yeah, yeah I'm excited that, about that one. That's our great day. I got to tell you, we're doing the book of Acts, mm -hmm. and this week uh, we're looking at Acts chapter 3, Peter and John, and Peter's right. first miracle, and then that week, June 4, right. we'll be into Acts chapter 4, yeah. just talking about boldness mm -hmm. for Jesus. I think these scriptures mm -hmm. that tell the story of what happened 2,000 years ago, man, they are gold for us in 2023. They? Yeah, they really sure. are. Yeah. So really excited about that. And then the last thing, and we'll go to break, Second Church is sponsoring a trip to the Holy Land mm -hmm. in April 2024. I was a part of a similar trip last summer along with my wife. That's right. how we celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary. And I, I know many people have said they want to know more information about the trip. Mm -hmm. And so here's your opportunity to find more information. We're holding identical informational meetings on Wednesday night, June 7 at 6.30 p.m. and Sunday night, June 11 at 6 p.m. If you want to know more about it, mm -hmm. come on out to Second Church. We'll be in the commons. I'll have some coffee and some cookies, but mm -hmm. uh, I'll have a presentation that I'll make. I'll show some pictures, but most importantly, I'll be answering questions. And I'll just tell you, Stephanie, for me, it was the trip of a lifetime. Yeah. I've yeah. been blessed to travel a lot of places, yes, and I almost always love everywhere I go. This was a first among equals. Marla going to go back? She is not. No. She's not. She's going to be teaching uh, the high school in, uh, down in Georgetown. <laughs> when during, is the trip? It's April 1st through 12th. 
2024. Uh, yeah, first through 12th. Um, Easter, Easter is March 31st. Yikes. And we're going to get on an airplane <laughs> Monday night, April 1st. Wow. No, no joke. Uh-huh. And we're going to head to Israel. And it's going to be awesome. a great time. So, awesome. yeah, if you want more information, you can reach out to me, Greg at secondchurch.com, or come to the informational meetings. Do you have to be a member of Second to You don't it? have no, to. No, you don't have to. Is... I mean, this is primarily being put together for the people of right. Second Church. But I've had a lot of interest. Now, no one's put a deposit down right. yet. But right. um, there is a possibility we would add a second trip, okay. either fall 24, spring of 25, depending mm-hmm. on how many people uh, really want to go. I don't want the trip to be much bigger, our group size to be mm-hmm. much bigger than 30. Okay. I hear of people that lead groups of 150. Well, wow. You can't really, because mm-hmm. th- this is not just tourism we're, we're going to be worshiping okay. we're, when we're you know at the church of the nativity we're going to read scripture you jody know? owens doing that uh, jody owens is not but mark zeese okay. who is a retired bible college professor mm-hmm. and an archaeologist and that's what he does full-time now he was our guide last summer and so it's going to be a great experience so it's not like going on your own and googling <laughs> like what well, should i see when i go know, to you israel you could do that but the great thing about this is mark leads about 20 trips a right. year so and it really, it really has become a well-oiled yeah. machine yeah. And and he has the great perspective of being an Old Testament scholar. Mm-hmm. So he's a Bible scholar, but he's also been an archaeologist. Very cool. So let's do this. Let's go to break. And when we come back, we'll be joined by Pastor Jeremy McLaughlin from Grace Community Church. It's Thursday, May 25, direct line. Greg and Steph will be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community. Hans Tank Wash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Hear now from Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. All our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. 
Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie with Greg on this beautiful Thursday morning before Memorial Day weekend. And we hope that you can get a chance to get out and enjoy it. It's so lovely out. It is beautiful. But I got to tell you, I went out to walk the dog at about 5 a.m. And I had to go back in and put a sweatshirt <laughs> yeah. on. The dog or the dog? Brisk. The dogs. Did well, you take I, both? Well, I'm not brave enough to oh, watch okay, just walk one them dog. both. I've tried to walk them both one time. That's gotcha. probably not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. anyway. Well, we're glad to have in studio with us this morning, Pastor Jeremy McLaughlin from Grace Community Church in Tilton. Welcome back. I believe you were on our show at sort of the beginning of COVID. It was at the beginning of COVID. Yes, it's good to be back. I appreciate you all doing this. It's great. And I think at that point, I don't know if you had changed the name of the church yet. You were just getting here. So I, I guess really why I wanted to have you on is, man, what's the last three years been like? Yeah, they've been fun. Yeah. Uh, we've had a good time. Um, yeah, we moved here to to relaunch right. what was Southside Church of the Nazarene okay. in Tilton. Okay. Um, and it's been a whirlwind, but it's been fantastic. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we've been here for three and a half years almost. And I tell people after 20 years of ministry, this is still the most fun that we've wow. that we've ever had. And so you always don't get to say that in different seasons. Yeah. But what, it's yeah. still what would good you describe season. fun? What do you mean? What's been fun about well, it? Well, <clears throat> so um, what I found was a group of people that genuinely wanted to reach um, reach lost and broken mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't lip service. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first church that I think we've been to where... Um, during an interview process, people just didn't say the right things. They actually hmm. meant it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so literally three and a half years in, we're still trying to uh, to reach lost and broken people. And so the, the typical things that maybe a pastor deals with um, and spends a lot of his time being a fireman, putting yeah. out fires, yeah. Yeah. I just haven't had to deal with. Okay. So it's awesome. it's really been um, it's been effective, it's been fun, uh, and it's exciting. Mm-hmm. How did their th- this church, which at the time was Southside Church of the Nazarene, mm-hmm. how did they get to this conclusion, this is the direction we need to go? Yeah, so of course we're still part of the Church of the Nazarene, and so we're on something called the Chicago Central District. It's just a ge- geographical location mm-hmm. of about 85 churches that would go all the way up to the Wisconsin border on the north side of Chicago, and we're the furthest south church on our district. So there's about 80, 85 Nazarene churches. And we have someone called a district superintendent that would oversee those 80 some churches. And so when a pastor leaves, um, the district superintendent will come in Uh and give some direction on what what kind of pastor are you looking for? What direction does the church want to go? And so probably over the course of 20 years, our church had went from 300 people back in its heyday down to about 100. Oh, wow. So we can either find you a pastor that's going to do a really good funeral of your church, which (laughs) there is a life cycle to every church. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Or we can find maybe somebody that's going to do some things a little different and be a little challenging. And and so that's kind of what they embraced. And Mm -hmm. they've embraced our family. They've embraced um, really... I think the direction and the vision, and so it's been refreshing. That's now, awesome. did you do this in other locations or not? So we've planted um, churches. Okay, um, not replanted, but not plant- replanted. Okay, gotcha. okay. Uh, but we've never replanted or okay. restarted a church. Okay, um, <clears throat> COVID helped us out tremendously here. Hmm. Um, which I know sounds kind of goofy. I've went to a lot of conferences like you do, Greg, and yeah. um, uh, you know I hear about all the bad things during COVID, and our story is different simply because of the timing yeah. that we were going to relaunch anyway, and so it, it helped us to rip the Band-Aid off a lot yeah. quicker. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and we were able to get in the building, do some things, uh, restart ministries, because we were going to have to shut everything down anyway yeah. to then build back up. Yeah. And so uh, it's really one of the things, I think, that helped us, because nobody got mad at me for doing that. It was COVID. <laughs> right. 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 And uh, <clears throat> so I think that's one of the reasons that uh, we were just in the right place at the right time, and I think one of the reasons we've been able to do some of the things yeah. that we've been able to do. And so it's it's been a great journey so far. So what are some of the things you've been able to do? Yeah, that's great. So um, I know attendance is not necessarily um, uh, uh, always a, a great measure of things. but yeah. So we went from about 100 to on Sunday mornings now we run about 325. Man, that's great. Oh, that's awesome. And then we've added some things. Um, we go to, uh, to an assisted living facility and we go to a nursing home. We do that every week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one of them is Autumn Fields, which is yeah. in Tilton. Um, yeah. We have a team that does that. I, I started it, but I have nothing to do with it. It's been yeah. wonderful. Isn't that wonderful mm-hmm. when oh, you can do that? It's great. We have an associate pastor. His name is Cody Miles. Uh, he's actually, uh, he works at the prison uh, and, uh, and and leads that ministry for us. Um, we're, we've actually <clears throat> are getting ready to start um, a new ministry called Grace on the Move, and it'll okay. be in Fair Oaks. Um, and it, we've purchased a, a large school bus. Um and it will be a, a closed closet on wheels, hmm. yeah. essentially, hmm. that will take over to Fair Oaks or some different places around town. But yeah. uh, we'll do that on a regular basis, again, to meet people yeah. um, and to see where see where they're at. And the other thing that we started that's probably one of the most exciting things is um, we've started a service for people that have special needs. Oh, wow. Um, it's called Cross Point. Uh, it's the second and fourth Friday at 10 a.m. Hmm. That's great. Um and so we have about 45 folks that come over from Cross Point here in town Yeah, um, that all have special needs in, in different levels, yeah. uh, varying levels, mm-hmm. uh, and we do a service for them. And mm-hmm. so that's one of the things that I would love to get other churches involved with, other yeah. people that just don't know that it's there. Yeah. Um, it's certainly not a, uh, it's very ecumenical. It's certainly yeah. not a Nazarene leaning anything. You said second and fourth Friday. Second and fourth Fridays at 10 a.m. At your building. In our building. Okay, and so right. they bring them over on about four buses that they okay. have, okay. Um, which is really cool because it gives them the a, a real, genuine church experience yeah. that's mm-hmm. not in a uh, in one of their rooms at their right. facility, which is fine, right. but this this gives them all the bells and the whistles, and um, yeah. uh, and it's it's very um, free-flowing, if yeah. you will, because yeah. there's different folks in the room. And so it's I, I really believe it's one of the most unreached people groups. Yeah. Um, as far as um, the church goes that we can all minister to, um, none of us that are leading that. And again, I don't have anything to do with that either. Um, we don't have any special um, uh, skills. We don't have any special training in that. We're just loving on just people. Just love them. That's yeah. it. So, you know, it's kind it's, of the Jesus model. It, you, you know, know just a little <laughs> yeah. bit of. Yeah. Uh, and so it's it's really probably one of our most exciting uh, ministries that uh, that that's gotten started during during some of the last uh, couple years. So it, it's been a lot of fun. So someone's listening and maybe they have a special needs child or yeah. maybe a special needs adult in their family. Yes. Just show up or how does that, that work? Yeah, just yeah. show up. Um, so we usually have um, seven or eight volunteers there. You'll find them at the door mm-hmm. when you get there, mm-hmm. uh, greeting these folks as they come in. Uh, but yeah, you can just show up at, at 10 a.m. on the second and fourth Friday of, of the month, and we'll be there. Uh, there's worship. There's a lesson. 
Um, there's usually some dancing that go along, you know, with the <laughs> gotta love that with right. the worship. Uh, right. Like I say, it's very free flowing, um, and so we've got folks that come that are in wheelchairs. We have folks that uh, like to move around mm-hmm. the whole time, mm-hmm. um, and and everyone's welcome. And um, and basically at that point, everything's on the table. You know, yeah. it's again people worship differently uh, than than other folks, right. maybe on Sunday mornings, and the, so this is a this is a very safe space to do that. That's yeah. awesome. So. Yeah. It sounds like with this new bus uh, ministry, special needs, that you've got a lot of, you're kind of thinking outside of the box of typical church. So if you were to put your philosophy of ministry into just a couple of sentences or less, what would that be? What drives the ministry and the purpose at Grace Community? Yeah, so so our mission there is genuinely, and it's on the wall right when you walk in, is to introduce people to the real Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we say the real Jesus Mm -hmm. because we live in the United States where Mm -hmm. I think um, sometimes religion, Christianity, Jesus Mm -hmm. kind of gets corrupted from a political standpoint mm. a pro- political viewpoint right. so and, and we and you know we're all guilty of it I totally get it mm. um, but we want to really do our best of, of introducing people to the Jesus mm-hmm. of, of the Bible mm-hmm. and and so that's genuinely what we're trying to do so I, I think as far as my personal philosophy um, is genuinely love God and mm. love people mm-hmm. and, I, and I don't think that's anything uh, yeah. <laughs> new right um, and I think if we can do that I, I think it's when the Holy Spirit can be most effective mm-hmm. in people's lives mm-hmm. when we kind of get out of the way and just do what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If somebody's listening and they say, I want to get on board with this, um, I'm thinking of this clothing thing that you've got going on. Are you accepting donations? Do you need, what do you, how are you handling Yeah, so that? we're actually uh, developing a team right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just had a couple of meetings this week. But yes, we will end up taking gently used clothes and they can drop them off at 1629 King Street mm-hmm. uh, underneath our awning that you'll see right out front mm-hmm. in, in case it's raining or whatnot. They can put yeah. gently used clothes. Nice. It's the only thing we're taking. We're not taking any else other right. than clothes. Right. Um, this first uh, time that we go out, I think that we're trying to collect um, flip-flops, mm. you know, the mm-hmm. dollar, well, they're yeah. not a dollar anymore, they're a dollar <laughs> right. 25, right. Um, uh, flip-flops that we can hand out right. to people. Right. And I think as we go on, you know, we will end up doing, you know, new t-shirts, new mm-hmm. underwear, mm-hmm. socks mm-hmm. and underwear. Mm-hmm. As we get into cold things, we'll do new right. hats, yeah. coats. new coats, mm-hmm. those kind of things, mm-hmm. uh, again, that we can meet a need, but then again, introduce people to to the real Jesus That's all awesome. at the same time. You know, I got a free book in the bio, in, in the mail yesterday from David Platt. David oh, yeah. Platt just wrote a book called Don't Hold Back, and it's the whole idea of reject the American gospel mm. sure. and, and just love Jesus. Just yeah. follow Jesus. Yeah. You know, let Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John... The Jesus that we read about really drive us, and that's countercultural yeah, in the it, church oh, world in a lot of ways. You counter- know, and I mm-hmm. fought it. You know, I think we've all. I, I, I think you know the way I grew up. I, I think we all fight that, right? Um, but like you, Greg, you know, we've been lots of different places in the world, mm-hmm. um, and when you get outside of the four mm-hmm. walls mm-hmm. of of the United States, um, yeah. there's a. I just call it a purity yeah. uh, that that comes from um, God's people in other places yeah. that we genuinely don't have here. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't love living here. I, I right. wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but my, my point is, I think when you get outside of, of the culture here, mm-hmm. um, it the Spirit of God does work. Uh, in, in different ways, in different places, yeah. and it's it's freeing. It, yeah. it really is freeing. Mm-hmm. I got a couple more questions I want to ask you, but I think we better go to break. So um, it's Thursday, May 25th, direct line with Greg and Steph and our guest, Pastor Jeremy McLaughlin from Grace Community Church. We'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. 
Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments, and he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie and Greg and Pastor Jeremy McLaughlin. And this question is not on the paper that we sent you, but I'm curious just to know about your family. Tell me about wife, kids, and where you came from. And Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, my wife and I, I think, are working on 22 years. She might be listening, so if I got that wrong. <laughs> I just Rebecca, right? You think Rebecca. You're Hello, Rebecca. Yep, she's you a, think yeah, you're I think it's 22. 22. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she only counts like 16 of them because the other uh, five were horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I understand. Yeah, she's a dental hygienist in town. Okay. Uh, cool and then we have four children. Wow. Um, our oldest is at Olivet Nazarene University, Very and he'll good. be starting his uh, sophomore year Great this school. year. Yeah. And um, and then we have uh, that. His name is Cabot. Then we have Ainsley, uh, who's a sophomore, who's actually in a. I think it's called the Spelling Bee tonight, oh, yeah. uh, which is oh, at wow. the uh, the D- Dick Van Dyke Theater. Yes. So. Uh, she's in that, uh, so she's very heavily involved in show choir. Nice. And then we have Tate, um, who uh, is at Northridge Middle School and plays baseball and yeah. all those fun things. And then we have Ruby, who's our little spitfire, Aww. because she she's eight and she gathers everybody's bad habits yeah. because she's the last one. <laughs> and at that point, you're just glad to, that they're alive and you don't really care what they yeah. do. Yeah. So How has life in Danville been for your family? Yeah, you know, it's been great. Um, you know, I think every place that we've been is, has been a challenge. But and where I, did you come from? We came from Sterling, Illinois, okay. and then we were in Green Bay, Wisconsin for about six years okay. and, and some other places well, that affects before you. that. I mean, yeah. in some ways, Green yeah. Bay, Packers, you know. Yeah, Absol- absolutely. Bad, well, we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> I, I don't want to uh, alienate any Bears fans. That's I'm one of the only people that when I hear Green Bay, Wisconsin, I don't think football, I think fishing. Oh, I th- fishing. I think, oh, yeah. Yeah, the... 
Yeah. Uh, the Peninsula and okay. just oh, yeah. Green Bay. Door County. I mean, yeah, Door, Door County. County. Oh, man, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gorgeous cool place. It's a gorgeous place to live, and the summers are, are beautiful. The what winters, about the winter? The winters are a little harsh. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. you know, when it snows a foot overnight, yeah. it, it, you can go to work the next day. They know how to handle the, the I was in there. Fish Creek fishing with a buddy, and we went in to get some lunch, and I said to the server, this is June, and yeah. I mean, it's just picture us. I said, this might be the best place on the face of the earth that I've ever been. And he said, you've never been here in November or December. Right. During June, it he is. Said, Don't come in the winter. So yeah. So you've kind of made your way south from Green Bay down to Sterling, now down to Danville. Yeah, yeah. and and so you know it's it's been good for our family. All of our children have found uh, a really close uh, knit group mm-hmm. of friends. Um, you know, being in ministry, as both of you know, it is hard to have mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it should be allowed, and mm-hmm. so we have found some some really good friends mm-hmm. here as awesome. well. Awesome. Um, and so it's um, it's a great time of of ministry, and it's really a good time of our uh, of our lives. Yeah. Actually. Awesome. I was at your church on a Friday night. I'm, I was trying to remember when. I think the end of March, there was a reception honoring Michael Rohal as he was mm-hmm. retiring from yes. Love, Inc. Mm-hmm. And um, that was a great time. And thank you all for hosting that. But I noticed that you also had a gathering that night. What, Rescue Us? Is that right? Yes. And yes. so that, that's, I think, similar maybe to Celebrate Recovery that happens at our church mm-hmm. on Tuesdays. And... It, it is. And so we we have a guy, uh, his name is Felix Velasquez, that, mm-hmm. that leads that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is. It's a recovery. Uh, program. There's a meal involved. Mm-hmm. And it's much like Celebrate Recovery. Um, it started in, uh, there was a group of guys, I think, in Georgetown that started that mm-hmm. and okay. then uh, got a little older and, you know, kind of passed the baton mm-hmm. and we yeah. kind of took that over. Um, it's a great ministry. It's it's certainly uh, a lot smaller than Celebrate Recovery. You know, it's on a Friday night, which right. makes it a little more difficult. But if you're... Uh, Probably if you're in RU and maybe you do struggle with some addictions mm-hmm. on a Friday night, that might be a be, really man. good place For to sure. be. And you know, there's a Celebrate Recovery on Thursday nights now at Living Water Apostolic Church. Oh, and fantastic. M- my dream would be that in this county, eventually, yeah. there's a place you could go every night. Because yes. you're right, Friday night mm-hmm. is probably a yeah. prime time hot spot for yeah. someone that's trying to work through recovery. So what time so, is yeah. that if someone's interested? So uh, that starts at 5.30. There's a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, I think it's much like Celebrate Recovery, where they gather together for some worship mm-hmm. and break out into some groups and then come back at the end for a, a closing. Yeah. And that's every that's every Friday. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one awesome. of the really cool things about social media, there's a lot of awful about social media, <laughs> but one of the really cool things is I get to see what's happening in the lives of people that I know. And I saw on Facebook, you won an award from the Nazarene. Yeah. Thanks Tell for us bringing about that, that man. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we have something called a General Superintendent's Award, again, because we're part of the Church of the Nazarene. We have six general superintendents that oversee the Church of the Nazarenes in 162 world areas. Okay. Um, and so, and most of those are countries. And so, we don't have many countries left that we're not in. Yeah. And so, we have six general superintendents that oversee the whole denomination. And so, um, because of of some of the things that have has have gone on these last three mm-hmm. years, um, we d- we did get an award. It's it's a, a growth award. And so, nice. yeah, it, it was fun. It's it's always fun to. Um, uh, you know, just not necessarily, I don't like to be recognized. People that know me, I hate it when I get called up and it, yeah. it bothers me, <laughs> but, um, it is, it is nice to, that people notice that, yeah. uh, you know, God's doing something Absolutely. and God's favor is there and those kind of things. And did you it's, know what was happening or were you surprised? Uh, um, so, I, well, I could lie. <laughs> I, I wasn't supposed to know, but okay. yes, I did know. Yeah. It's amazing how that happens it, sometimes, it is. right? Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Well, man, it just seems like God's doing a good work at Grace Community mm-hmm. Church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, we had, uh, I tell him before you came on the air that there was a representative from Focus on the Family in mm-hmm. town to work with the Women's Care Clinic. Mm-hmm. And one of the comments that she made with our board last night is she said, man, this might be the most religious city I've ever been to. There's a church <laughs> everywhere. Does everybody in this community go to church? And I'm just like, man, nothing could be further from, from that. The I mean, truth, there are yeah. a lot of churches, but right. sure. there's right. so right. many people right. that yeah. don't go to church regularly. Right. Right. They are yeah. not connected right. to a faith community. Mm-hmm. So when I hear this, man, I think it's awesome what yeah. God Absolutely. is doing at Grace. And if I think, someone wants to go check it out, what time are your services on Sunday? And- yeah, Sunday it's at 11 o'clock. Um, and so we, we really like that time. Uh, it gives people um, a chance to sleep in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we're usually out by 12, 20 or so. We've talked about two services. We mm-hmm. haven't, you know, it's it's hard to pull the trigger on that, yeah. as you all would mm-hmm. yeah. certainly know. Uh, it it's it creates all kinds of different right. things, doesn't it? Does. it? Right. Yeah. Um, right. But we're, we'll probably end up having to do that mm-hmm. at some point. But right now it's 11 o'clock. And okay. uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great time of worship. It's a come as you are kind of a place. Yeah. Um, and so I, I wear a t-shirt and jeans most of the time. And, yeah. um, and it's a church there by Monocles and Green yeah, Jade, right? Um, yeah. Yep. It's, it's the works? one that's uh, just north of, of uh, County Market. Yeah. And um, yep. And then there's a Baptist church on the, if you're, if you're for the labor as a Baptist, you yeah. go to the Baptist yeah. church on the south side right. yeah. uh, or the Nazarene church on the, on the north side of County Market. Very yep. Good. Hey, last question. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people that listen to this program tell me they are people of prayer mm-hmm. and they yeah. love when we invite mm-hmm. people to give specific prayer requests. What, what yeah. would you throw out? Yeah, I, I think, again, um, just to continue to help us to... Um, to understand the needs mm-hmm. in our community, mm-hmm. um, to understand how to reach lost and broken people, yeah. um, to continue to delve in, to help us to to delve into um, the messiness and the brokenness mm-hmm. in people's mm-hmm. lives, because reaching lost and broken people is messy. Yeah, um, yeah. it's it's not all put together, and it's it, it and if that's what church is, uh, you know, it's, I'm not necessarily interested in that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so wisdom, you know, wisdom's always a good thing for our leadership team and yeah. for me. Yeah. And so I would pr- probably put wisdom at the, right at the top of the list for mm-hmm. us. Awesome. Yeah. Pastor Jeremy McLaughlin from Grace Community Church has been with us. If you want to check out Grace Community, 11 a.m. in Tilton officially, right? Tilton, Tilton? officially. Absolutely. That's right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so thanks so much for joining mm-hmm. us today. Yeah. You bet. Thanks. All man. right. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back after this. Hi. I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O dot com. 
You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, May 25. It's Greg and Steph. And what a great interview with Pastor Jeremy McLaughlin. Sounds like they have a lot of neat stuff going on at that yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. God That's is blessing. Awesome. And yeah. again, I think when the churches of Danville are doing well, mm-hmm. we as Christians should rejoice right. and be glad That's and right. celebrate. And I think the stronger the, the churches mm-hmm. in this community, the better it is for God's kingdom. That's right. That's so, right. Hey, we could not do Direct Line without some awesome sponsors. Who are we saying thank you to? Yeah, the Darby family was sending. Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tankwash, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, and Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic. So one of the things I started as a habit way back in Bible college, and I didn't start it because I wanted to, I started it because I had to as a okay. class assignment, mm-hmm. was listening to other preachers. Okay. So I stupidly took homiletics as a freshman. <laughs> I was encouraged not to. I did it anyway. But I started listening to preachers like Bob Russ. And Wayne Smith and Ben Merrill. And it's been like a lifelong hmm. positive habit for me. And at the top of the list of preachers I absolutely love to listen to, I do a lot of it on my early morning walks, mm-hmm. was Tim Keller. Yeah. And you typed for Tim Keller. Is that right? You typed his whole library. Yep. We did his entire uh, library of sermons. And you know, I, I yeah. realize we have new listeners jumping in all the time. Right. Why would you do that? It's my side job. Right, but I mean, what is that? Yeah, t- tell the audience what you do. Yeah, it's uh, tr- transcribing sermons, um, sermons transcription. And for him, um, I believe, I think it was him that his all of his works went on to, what is that that you can use, um, the computer program? Oh, here, I'm drawing a blank. Apple Podcasts, no, Spotify, I, I don't remember. know, okay. No, the cloud, it, iCloud, okay, I don't no, know, all right. No, it's something, and you, and you can buy, like, someone's entire library oh. of sermons. I don't know yeah. what it's called. But anyway, I, I work for a gal, and um, I just, I transcribe sermons. That's yeah. what I do. And we yeah. just did Timothy Keller's whole work, so. Yeah. Well, so I re- love Redeemer him. Presbyterian, uh, right? Is yeah, that the great correct? thing about him is he was very academic, but he had a heart for New York City, and right. he wanted to reach skeptics. That was really his heartbeat. Right. So in 1989, he was like 38 years old, planted a church right. in New York City, Redeemer Presbyterian Church, and at its peak, uh, probably 10 years ago... 10,000 people wow. were calling Redeemer home wow. um, on, a, on a regular basis, mm-hmm. and he, he was an author, a prolific author, so many of the good 
uh, books mm-hmm. that have impacted me were written by Tim Keller. Well, he found out he had pancreatic cancer mm-hmm. in June of 2020, mm-hmm. just fought a, a valiant mm-hmm. battle against cancer, but he died mm-hmm. last Friday, May 19. And I want to just take some time today and talk about mm-hmm. Pastor Keller. To me, he was the real deal. He was the genuine article. He wasn't flash. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to show up and have the smoke and the no, fog. Like, yeah. and, and I'm not against that. I mean, right. if that's what it takes right. to tell people about Jesus, I'm all for that. But I think for him, it was, let's really try to minister to the mind. Yes. Let's really try to logically break this down. And it has helped me. He has helped me as a preacher, probably as much as anybody hmm. in terms of what you say really matters. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. if you look at Christianity and put it side by side with other religions mm-hmm. or with other worldly philosophies, Christianity wins, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I, I just, mm-hmm. I love so much. I'm going to show a clip. I hope I'm trying to work this out with mm-hmm. our guy, Ben Smith, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, mm-hmm. some of the last words mm-hmm. that he shared with mm-hmm. Russell Moore mm-hmm. from Christianity today, but it's just, it, it's a touching, touching. I don't know if you got to see it yesterday or I not. It, yeah. And I think it's going to be the perfect capstone for our mm-hmm. message next week on Acts chapter four. But I put, I, I sent you an article, yes. Tim Keller practiced the grace that he preached. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about this is that the uh, the author of this article, Colin Hansen, looked into the lectures that Tim Keller shared at Princeton Theological Seminary. Mm-hmm. He was poised to win their yearly award, but mm-hmm. then they found out where he stood on human sexuality, mm-hmm. and that you know would allow disqualified <laughs> right, him because right. he did not have a more liberal perspective. But they still said, "Will you come and give the lectures?" And he did come and give. Mm-hmm. And what this is is seven different steps mm-hmm. that he's wanting to articulate that help Christians in a post-Christian West that mm-hmm. we need to embrace the these principles, these ideals, if we really want to make a difference for such a time as mm-hmm. this. And number one is this: He said you have to have public apologetics. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to defend the faith. And I think that's something that American Christians really struggle with. Mm-hmm. They're Christians. Right. They believe in Jesus. Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is my Lord. But they have a really hard time defending the faith. And right. so that was number one. Second, he said there needs to be a third way between the mainline concern for social problems and the evangelical concern for spiritual problems. And he was basically saying, you have two camps right now. One is all in on social justice. Mm-hmm. One is all in on the you know, the, the issues of the culture. And, and we need to find a third way. And I love what Pastor Jeremy said right now. Um, the whole idea of let's just focus on Jesus. Mm-hmm. What, what did Jesus actually teach? Right. What did Jesus actually believe? What did Jesus actually call us to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, the third thing that we have here is that Keller challenged Christians to critique secularism from within its own framework mm-hmm. and not from an outward construct. Um, and, and again, I, I let the philosophy, let the ideal speak for itself, mm-hmm. and it probably will not win. But I think sometimes we we can be intellectually dishonest mm-hmm. in some of the arguments mm-hmm. that take place. Um, fourth, he encouraged laity to integrate their faith with work. Which I think in New York City would be really key. Yeah. yeah. And again, how many, how many Christians are in a job they're in an occupation that they absolutely hate. Mm-hmm. They live for Sunday. Mm-hmm. They live for maybe Wednesday night. They live for their connect group, mm-hmm. but they are miserable Monday through Friday. And Keller would say, has God put you there right. for such a time right. as this? How might your life be different if you saw yourself, this is going to sound crazy, as a missionary? Mm-hmm. You know, right. So I, right. I love that. Mm-hmm. Fifth, he encouraged 
American Christians to learn from the global church. Right. Man, I just echo that. Jeremy just spoke 2, about that. 2,000%. Yep. You know, yep. when I'm in Ivory Coast yep. and I'm with the brothers and sisters in Ivory Coast, mm-hmm. I always come back not just encouraged, but but I'm able to see how they're able to live out their faith. I could say that about Lebanon. I could say that about India. I could say that about Mexico. Just really, really good. Sixth, Keller highlighted the difference between grace and religion. There we go. And here's what he says. Only grace can bring spiritual transformation. In the next two weeks, when we're looking at the book of Acts and Acts 3 and Acts 4, I mean, it is a picture of picture book definition mm-hmm. of what transformation mm-hmm. took, takes mm-hmm. uh, takes place, what mm-hmm. it looks like. I can't talk today. And it's not through religion. Mm-hmm. It's not through ritual. Now, there is religious ritual that's taking place, right. but that's not the agent of change. And I think sometimes we miss that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Here's the seventh thing. Lastly, Keller left American evangelicals with a vision for the Christian community that disrupts the social categories mm. of our culture. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, well, he. Yeah, it talks about how the persecuted church wasn't just offensive to Jews, but it was attractive. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Offensive and attractive at the same time. You know, one of the things people don't realize is that they look at our culture today and they think, man, it's never been this bad. And nothing could be further from the truth. In the first century world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was an absolute moral disaster. Mm-hmm. Abortion was ever They would abort little girls mm-hmm. after birth. I mean, mm-hmm. infanticide because mm-hmm. they wanted a boy instead of a girl. Mm-hmm. And it was the Christians that changed the world. And one of the early church fathers said that one of the ways that the Christians did that, um, that most in that world were very promiscuous with their bodies sexually, mm-hmm. but they were very stingy with their money. And he said, Christians, they turn that around on the dime. Hmm. They were stingy with their bodies. They were faithful to their wives. Mm-hmm. They did not practice sexual immorality, but they were promiscuous Generous. with their resources. Huh. Wow. You know, And we read about that huh. in the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. People selling entire pieces of property, bringing all the money, right. laying it at the feet of the elders. Right. And it said that no one in that community was in need. Right. And you look at our world today, look at our country today. Mm-hmm. America is the wealthiest country in the history of the world. And there is poverty all around Mm -hmm. us. There Mm -hmm. are needs all Mm -hmm. around us. And um, that's a segue to talk about what I experienced last Wednesday, a week ago Wednesday, Mm -hmm. when I had the opportunity with Tracy Thomas and Brant Kaler and others from Second Church. Michelle Vandeveer was there. Uh, We were able to be at the St. James Food Pantry. Mm -hmm. And St. James United Methodist Church, they are doing a good, good work. Hundreds of people were Mm -hmm. served that day. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I just, I'm so thankful when I see Christians that are rising up and saying, here I am, God use mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. help me to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Antioch Missionary Baptist Church has a food pantry that serves people. Right. Um, Holy Family Catholic Church Parish has a, a food pantry that serves people. And I think when we find tangible ways that we can meet mm-hmm. people's needs mm-hmm. where they're mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. I think it gives us the opportunity to be able to speak about the gospel. Yeah. A lot of times we want to do gospel, gospel, gospel. Right. Oh, yeah, here's a gas card. Yeah. And I, I think that a lot of times we have to show people we really truly love we really truly care Mm -hmm. and then that invites the conversations Mm -hmm. about the faith what say you i'm just like on a monologue right now so (laughs) what say you how about i agree with you yeah yeah. and i'm glad that timothy keller touched you so much and i did think of the name it's logo software oh yeah oh wow yeah 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 a lot of preachers use the logos yeah okay yeah okay are you gonna watch his funeral i don't know 
know. I don't know. You know, I, I'm not a big watch wedding, watch funeral no? kind of guy. Okay. You know, I don't know. But I may, you know. To me, what I want to do. I always think about the spouses of people. Like yeah. uh, Timothy Keller, yeah. who influenced so many people. I wonder what his wife is like, you know? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, I think with him, one of the things mm-hmm. that you see is that it was a team effort yeah. all the way. Mm-hmm. Was his wife Julie? Is that her name? I didn't think no, that sounds I, no, right. I think but it was Kathy. Kathy, Kathy yeah. Kathy Keller. And, yeah. you know, he talks about how they were a team yeah. literally mm-hmm. to the very end. Mm-hmm. And Steph, you know, mm-hmm. you look at some of the biggest names mm-hmm. in ministry. Right. They, they have... <laughs> led churches as big as his or larger and they've not ended well. Well, that's what this guy who wrote this article talked <laughs> yeah. about. He was almost afraid to delve into Timothy yeah. Keller's thinking, I'm going to find yeah. something. I don't want to ne- know. Yeah. I and I never did. And yeah. So, and you know, it's just a, a reminder. There, there is a lot of bad. There is a lot of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of mm-hmm. negative. We need to lift up and give honor to uh, whom honor is due mm-hmm. to the Tim Kellers, mm-hmm. to the Billy Grahams, mm-hmm. to the Bob Russells, to mm-hmm. the people that right. have been faithful and continue to be faithful. I mean, he was right. faithful to his last breath. A- absolutely. You know, the last public statement that he issued was to all the young preachers that he had mm. served as mentor to in um, in New York City. Mm. And it was basically, don't buy the lies of today from any of the sides that are screaming at mm. you. Be faithful to God's kingdom. That's and, a good and word, then man. And his last to his, kid, his own son was, wasn't yeah. it? I just want to see Jesus. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. ready to see Jesus. Yep. So, Amen. Yeah. And he did, and he right? Did. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. So good stuff. So really mm-hmm. thankful for him. You know, there have been some high-profile deaths in the midst of Kim, Tim Keller's passing, mm-hmm. Jim Brown, the NFL mm-hmm. running back, passed away. Tina Turner mm-hmm. passed away, I believe, yesterday. And, you know, a lot is going to be written about football players and musicians, mm-hmm. and all of that probably is legit. Mm-hmm. But I think when you see a man of God, you mm-hmm. can literally say Tim Keller changed New York City, mm-hmm. you know, yes. and that there are thousands of people, thousands and thousands of people mm-hmm. that now follow Jesus because of this mm-hmm. ministry. Mm-hmm. Man, we need to give honor to whom honor is due. For sure. So good stuff, definitely. Hey, this weekend is Memorial Day. Monday is Memorial Day. And we give honor to those people we who are. gave their lives for our country, for you sure. You know, Memorial Day was not always known as a Memorial Day. It was originally known as Decoration Day. And you would go and you would decorate mm-hmm. the graves mm-hmm. of the men and women that gave the ultimate price mm-hmm. for our freedom. Yeah. And so this is just a reminder that this is not National Barbecue Day right. on Monday, although I plan to barbecue. Yeah. It is not national just get off work mm-hmm. and, you know, hang mm-hmm. out. It, it really is Memorial Memorial Day mm-hmm. and to remember the men and the women that died in service mm-hmm. to our country. And sadly, that is still happening mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, there there right. are people uh, in the service of our country that this year have paid right. that ultimate price for our freedom. Uh, America, far from perfect, far from perfect. But I'm so thankful for the freedom that we have. I'm so thankful for the blessings that we have. And, um, you know, it really is a time that we need to remember what is unfolding and how it is playing out. Well, Stephanie, have a great time in Florida. I plan to. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Do we know what the weather's going to be like? It's going to be hot. Okay. Hot. But no hurricanes or tropical storms or anything along those lines. I don't think so. Okay. Hey, I want to say one final word about two of our sponsors as we get ready to wrap up. First of all, Dean Crandall, who I'm hoping to get on in the next couple weeks. He was with me last weekend at the Colson Center Worldview Conference mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. Um, very hospitable to me last weekend, mm-hmm. able to stay with him and just thankful for his friendship and thankful for the fact that he introduced me right. to the Colson Center right. um, almost four years ago. Mm-hmm. And going through that program was one of the best things that I have done. Mm-hmm. The Colson Center is coming to Central Illinois awesome. That's in been July a, of, of 2024. Yeah. yeah. Very good. And so guys like Dean and uh, Tracy Thomas, 
Dennis and myself mm-hmm. and others from the Champaign area, we are going to be launching a cohort in central Illinois. If you want to know more about the Colson Fellows Program, reach out to me, Greg, at secondchurch.com. I would love to tell you all about it and get you pointed in the right direction. Also want to talk about Chris Robinson from Robinson Chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Chris is part of a small group of men and our men and women in our community that are praying for revival, mm-hmm. and they have decided that they are going to do a revival at Ellsworth Park mm-hmm. at the end of September, September 24 to 28, 6 p.m. each night. You'll hear more about it mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. the days unfold, but thankful for Chris and people that are praying for revival. Bible. That's right. Steph, That's right. have a great time in Florida. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> Garrett, thanks for spinning the dials. And we'll catch up with you next week on Direct Line. Have a great weekend. Danville's Talk Station. Danville's Talk Station. 1490 WDAN. Danville.